Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The following podcast is a Vasilis Scarlias production. Hello, everyone. I'm Saloni. And I am Vasilis. We run Changemakers, a student-run initiative that aims to empower, educate, and connect Gen Zers interested in entrepreneurship. We interview teenagers with impactful projects and create resources to help you change the world. If they can do it, so can you. On this podcast, we discuss the logistics of creating different types of projects with Gen Zers who have already done it. We will leave our social media and website information in the description. We are here today with Gox to discuss turning a passion into a successful career. She is a digital artist and a successful YouTuber from Mexico. She already has accumulated over 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube, and in July 2020, he released his self-designed clothing brand called Voice Crack Gang. Hello, it's so nice to have you here. Hello, hello, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, thank you. So this brings us to our first question. So tell us a little bit more about your journey with art and design. How did you start and what made you decide to start a YouTube channel? Okay, uh, that's a really cool story, I think. Uh, I have I have liked drawing since I was a little kid. I have always drawn little doodles in my notebooks, in my, in my school books. <laughs> And, but it wasn't really professional. It was just like playing, having fun with doodles. And then I started watching uh, art YouTubers on YouTube, a lot of art videos, and I got really inspired. So I opened my Instagram page in July 9th, 2011, three, 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 three years ago, I think, yeah. And I started uh, uploading my drawings, all the drawings I already had and the ones I was making. And I started practicing a lot, making videos, making drawings, not making videos yet. I made videos for YouTube, for Instagram, but not for YouTube yet. And then in December of 2011, I decided to create my YouTube channel. I created the channel Gox because I, I've always liked uh, videography and editing since I was a little kid. So I opened my channel to combine my two passions, art and filmmaking. And that channel didn't really succeed uh, because I deleted it two months later. And then in March, I opened uh, the YouTube channel again. I created GOG channel again. And I started uploading my videos more consistently, uh, better quality. And then here we are. Wow, that's incredible. I'm so inspired. So you're completely self-taught then, right? Yeah, completely. completely. Wow, awesome. So did you ever think that this would become a professional career when you were just getting started? Uh, not, not really. I, I knew that you could be a professional artist. But I didn't really know that I could be a professional artist. Uh, I just I just did it for fun, and then everything kind of blew up. 
and I started uh, getting fans, getting subscribers, and then it became my career. We really like your art designs. They are amazing. Thank you. Thanks so much. So we have seen an evolution on your YouTube videos. You combine outstanding transitions, advanced editing, high-quality image resolution, depth of color, and sometimes self-recorded versions of songs. So would you like to describe your editing process? Yeah, this is a question I get a lot, and I have never answered yet, so this is the first time. Uh, my editing process is kind of a mess. Yeah, first... Of course, I record everything and then I put it in the editing program, which is Premiere Pro. I don't know if you know it. I use Premiere Pro, Premiere Pro. And the first thing that I do once I have all my videos in the program is searching for music. I search for three to five songs because I, I, I always need songs to start because if I don't have a good song, I, 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 don't, I don't really feel the vibe of the video. And what I wanna, the message I wanna give. So once I find some music that I really like, I download it and put it in the program as well. And then I start, uh, I always start with the intro. So I make the intro with, with the complete intro with voice, with video, with transitions. And then after that, I make the rest of the video, but without voice and without transitions. I just make like a vase with all the cuts where I went to have my transitions and where I went to say something. And after that, I add the effects and the transitions. I add all the crazy movements that you see in my videos and the light, 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 light burns, I think they are called. Uh, I also add sound effects because that's something that I discovered uh, some days ago, some weeks ago, that sound effects really, really take your videos to the next level because it makes it feel more like you're with me making the drawing. And yeah, that's really cool. And after I have all the video with effects, text and sound effects, I add the color correction. And this is a thing that also takes your videos to the next level because it makes it look like a movie. And after that, to finish, I add the voice, the voiceover. And that's kind of weird because a lot of my YouTuber friends always add the voice at the start because they use it as a guide to place everything. But I don't really like to do it because if I add the voice before adding the video, I can't go crazy with the transitions because I I don't I don't I don't really feel inspired if I have my voice before adding the music. And then I add text. All the text that you see in my videos, I add it at the end. And then I export it and post it on YouTube. You have a really unique way of creating videos. And I really like that you mentioned the sound effects. This is something very new we're seeing in plenty famous filmmakers on YouTube and explaining yeah. where we can find them, why we use them. It makes a new experience for the viewer. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. So how much time does it take to make a single video after all this process that you have described? It takes from three to four weeks. And in hours, like 60, 70 hours editing and 
50, 60 hours filming. It's a really long time, but I think it's worth it. So we're going to have a little break and we will come back to you shortly. So tell us more about how you started voice cracking. That's also a cool story. Uh, if you have seen my videos, you have heard my voice cracks that I used to have more in the past, but my voice cracks. So today and the, oh yeah. And it became like a meme, like a meme of my channel, like a joke. And I started writing in my characters in the clothes voice cracker gang. So I made a lot of drawings with the voice crack gang text in it. And after some months, I thought, why not make the clothes in real life? So I contacted a manufacturer. I, I worked with, he, with him. We organized everything. And after three months of planning and making the designs and everything, uh, we launched the collection. It was really, really cool to see the clothes I designed uh, all over the world. And yeah, it's, it was a great project to work on. Yeah, that is so fascinating how you took a meme and turned it into this amazing <laughs> empire. Wow, I am blown away. So what are some of the biggest challenges associated with starting a clothing brand? And how did you navigate them? I think the biggest challenge is, first of all, in the planning stage, uh, organizing the time and communication with the people you work with. Because I had a lot of problems with, because my manufacturer was from Netherlands and I am from Mexico. So it's a really huge time difference. And what we did is communicating in, in my mornings and my mornings are his evenings. And we had calls, chats, you kind of improve the communication. It was good. And. Also, organizing my time and sending the designs on time was a really big challenge because I have to work on the videos, the Instagram posts, school, and now the merch designs. So yeah, it's, it was a little bit crazy, a little bit messy, but I organized my time well. And another, another challenge was shipping. Uh, shipping is really difficult. And also in these times with the pandemic, but we worked on the shipping. After we shipped everything, we sent emails to tell people where the packages were. And yeah, we worked on that. I would say that the first merch drop was a success. Yeah, and we've seen that your first uh, you know, clothing decision was sold out in a couple of weeks, maybe in days, if I'm not mistaken. And Netherlands mm -hmm. are very far away from Mexico, so well done yeah. with all this difficult communication and you know time management. It's extremely difficult to keep everything in balance. So where do you get your inspiration from? What is your creative process? I get my inspiration... First, for the drawings, I get my inspirations from movies, uh, cartoons, everyday stuff like uh, animals, dogs... I really like to go outside with my dogs and see the stuff, the flowers. And then I, I put it in my drawings. Like you can see in a lot of my drawings, flowers, like here, it's a dog. And for my videos, I really, really, really get inspired by watching movies and music videos. But the kind of 
cool, cool music videos. I have a YouTube playlist with a lot of music videos that I use for reference, for color grading and sound design. And yeah, that's where I take my inspiration from. Wow, that's amazing. So you're out here doing so many things. You've got a YouTube <laughs> channel and you've got a clothing brand. You've got school and you've got a social life. So how do you find a balance? Is there a balance? And do you use any specific time management strategies to stay organized? I think there is a balance. Sometimes it's a mess, but it's mostly balanced. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to tell you how my normal day looks. I wake up at uh, 7.30 a.m. Then I prepare for school, online school now. And I have school from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. With a break from 11 to 12 uh, p.m. And what I do to, to not waste time and have more time to do more stuff, I don't know if it's really good, but I draw in the classes that I'm good at. For example... Uh, French or Spanish. Also drawing in class helps me concentrate better because I don't get distracted with other things. I'm just drawing and listening to the teacher. And after class at 3 p.m., I eat something fast in 20 minutes and then I take a nap from 3.30 to 4 p.m. And then because I'm in the swimming team of the school, of my high school, I have to exercise. So because we can't swim right now because of the pandemic, we exercise in a Zoom session from 4 to 5. And then from 5 to 3 a.m., I work on Gox from 4 to 10 p.m. Then uh, from 10 p.m. to 12, I may, I do my homework. And then from 12 p.m., from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I'll work. It's not really healthy, but that's the only way I can I can keep up with everything. And social life, right now, because of the pandemic, I can see my friends. But sometimes we do some calls, and I'm drawing and talk, talking to my friends. So, yeah. Wow, that sounds insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So what advice do you have for anyone looking to start a YouTube channel or any other kind of creative project? Okay, if you want to start a YouTube channel, I would tell you not, first of all, not to worry about the gear when you start. Because I get a lot of messages of of people telling me, which camera do you have? Uh, can I start with this camera or can I can I film with my phone? And of course you can. When I started my YouTube channel, I used an iPhone 5 to film my videos and an iPod and I edited there. So yeah, don't, don't first, when you start, don't worry about gear. Once you get uh, bigger and you, you can buy a camera or a tripod, go for it. But when you start, don't worry about gear. Also, uh, don't start because of the money, because if you, if you want to get the YouTube money, it's, it's, it's not going to happen really quick. I mean, for me to monetize my channel, it took me two years. So if you just want to get money and you don't really enjoy the things that you do, do it because of passion, because you like to create and have fun. 
also with art, just draw, post, uh, draw a lot. Yeah, uh, innovate, create new things. That's that's the advice I have for for everyone who wants to start. You just heard an extremely important advice. Everything that you are doing, just do it for fun, share your inspiration, stay focused on things that matters and live the moment. These are extremely mm-hmm. important points for everyone's lives. So yeah. what does the future look like for your channel and what does it look like for you? Okay, for my channel, I want to I want to grow my channel, of course, but that's not the main thing. Uh, I want to improve my videos, make them make them better somehow, uh, improve the color grading, the sound design. I also want to make short films, take my videos to the next level and start making short films. I don't really know how I'm going to do it, but it's a plan. Uh, also collaborate with with other artists because that's not something I do very often. And that's something that will be really nice. And for myself, uh, in 10 years, I think I want to have exhibitions all over the world, art exhibitions. I also want to travel the world and make murals. I want to make more murals. I have I have made one in my backyard, but I want to make bigger, bigger ones all over the world. And I also want to grow my business, the Wesker Game business. I want to to release more clothing drops, to release also art toys, vinyl figures, figurines. And yeah, grow my business, sell more things, meet my fans. I would also like to do that. Uh, right now we can't because of the pandemic, but that's something I would, I would really like to, to do. Wow, that's incredible. I absolutely cannot wait to see you grow and accomplish all those things. Thanks so much. So this is it for today's episode. We would like to thank Gox for being here with us today. Thanks so much for having me. As always, we will leave Gox's social media handles in the description below. If you liked this episode, go and listen to our previous episode with another fellow YouTuber, Max Reisinger. See you next time and keep changing the world, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. We had such a great time. Make sure you leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at changemaker.c to keep up with all of our new content. We also have a Facebook page called Changemaker Z, but you'll need to look that one because I honestly don't even know how Facebook works. <laughs>